1: Join me while we tackle today's Modern Mom Problems. Welcome back to another episode of Modern Mom Probs. I'm your host, Tara Clark. If you like what I'm doing over here, be sure to subscribe so that you don't miss an episode. Here on Modern Mom Probs, we try to solve modern mom problems, and if we don't, well, at least we have fun talking about them. Today's topic is Break the Rules to Create a Life You Love with Bethany Silva. Bethany is an on-air parenting, entertainment, and lifestyle expert and the host of the Breakdown with Bethany podcast and web show on mom.com. She is the former editor of parenting.com and frequently writes about the latest and greatest year for kids and parents as well as topics on health, women's lifestyle, pop culture, home, and food topics. Her work has also appeared in People, Real Simple, Shape, and Parents. Bethany is the author of the book, Like a Mother banish guilt blaze your trail and break the rules to create a life you love Bethany welcome to the show you know it's funny and I'm gonna say this on the show because I'm gonna say it now it's like I want to be you when I grow up and so that's what that's what we're gonna be talking about <laughs>
2: no, really kidding. okay <laughs> yeah
1: I do I do No, cuz you're like an absolute media powerhouse
2: like you do I feel like you do all of the things uh, you know that's wild. Thank you. Because that's what I am aspiring to be. So the fact that you, you're sort of seeing that means so much. So I'll be complete. I've been at the editing digital media thing since 2011. But I've only been at this TV thing since the pandemic since 2020. And it was always a dream of mine. I was so afraid to go after it. And in the last, you know, what are we two and a half, three and a half, I don't even know what year we're in. <laughs> anymore, but like, yeah, like three years from it. Yeah. But I feel like I've I mean, like, look, I, I'm doing it. I'm doing it. And I cannot believe it. Like, so thank you. Thank you. It feels awesome. I, I, I can't believe it. And I, you know, like, I want to say, like, I did it all myself. Of course, I had people help me. I got media training. I had mentors and things like that. But, like, the fact that, like, I am where I am in the last few years, I do. I know you. we mentioned this. We, we You recorded on my podcast. I'll just go out and say it. You, like, sometimes we just have to give ourselves that freaking pat on the back. And,
1: you know. Yeah, you do. We, we don't often give ourselves a pat on the back as much as we should and as much as we deserve to. So yeah, pat yourself, go ahead, <laughs> pat yourself on the back because you deserve it. So how did you break into TV like that?
2: Well, so when you're an editor and at the time I was, the time I sort of had like the idea like, oh, I want to be on television and was that a, a lot of editors go on TV, you know, they go on like the Today Show or local news to talk parenting tips or great products for the summer, or back to school. And I was like, well, oh, I want to do that because, you know, I say this a lot and I and I say it a lot because I mean it. My audience, and not just me, like the people that watch me and listen to the podcast, I've been writing to parents, to moms since 2011. I've been writing content for them, service-based content for moms, since I became a mom myself. They are so important to me because I was my demographic. I was that mom looking for this content. I was that mom in the pandemic, not knowing what the hell was going on. So I was, I was that mom. I was creating content for that mom. And so it's so important to me. So the idea of wanting to be on TV felt one, because I just thought it was cool. And I was like, Oh, I think I can do it, but also because, Oh, I can reach more people. So really taking my platform seriously, like to, to provide information, fun and, and relatability is Really important, and that's why I wanted to do television.
1: Check, check, check. You do all of those things. You're super relatable, and you're fun to watch, and you're fun to listen to. So, yeah, mission accomplished. Thanks. <laughs> but I totally do. I want to be you when I grow up. I'm like, I'm gonna be like, leave all of this behind. I'm like, I want to be Bethany. Like, put me on QVC. Let's do it.
2: Oh my gosh, QVC. QVC is awesome. I mean, because. To me, it feels like if I've never been in Hollywood, I've never been on a movie set. But to me, that's what it feels like. You walk into QVC and you're like, it feels like Hollywood. The sets are gorgeous. There's just full production teams. Everyone's buzzing with like stuff like you're getting mic'd up. And I'm like, oh, I love this. Oh, it's you're so it's
0: like, fun. I'm a big deal. Let's do it. Oh, my God. So I love fun. it.
1: I, I think that is is so cool. So you have a new book out.
2: I do. I have. It which here. is can exciting. I, can I show it? Can, oh, I mean, Please well, I know do. We do it, but OK, this book is is wild because I, I'll, again, I'm all about like, I don't even have to, I shouldn't even preempt this, but I self-published and I was really kind of, as an editor and like having led a lot of like amazing parenting brands, I felt like really bad about that, to be honest. Cause I had this book and I had this idea that I was sitting on and I was like, you know what I wanna, I think I'm just gonna self-publish it. And to me that kind of felt like maybe I lacked a little bit of legitimacy as an author, as like, you know, credibility. But I'm just like totally owning it now, and like because actually I literally own the book, and that was important to me. And I know you give away like a lot of your rights. I've talked to a lot yeah. of you know moms who've written books, and you know editors, and like you give away a lot when you go the traditional route. But that's not to say like, look, I, hey, if a publisher offered me a deal for a second book, I would take it in a heartbeat. But I wrote this book based on my experience of kind of like not doing things in order. The book is called Like a Mother, but it was originally called First Comes Love. It's sort of like a play on the nursery rhyme. First comes love, then comes marriage, then comes baby in the baby carriage. And I had felt like I had just completely effed that up. Like, I did not do that, do things the right way. I was, you know, look, I didn't, I'm not, you know, reinventing the wheel by saying I was a mother before I was a wife. Like, because like millennials, like they sort of, I feel like we did that. Like, and a lot of my girlfriends do that too, you know, like, but I felt like you know, after my second kid I had this like mini existential crisis. I was like, I have two kids. I'm not married. I'm in this career that I had no educational experience with no contacts, like kind of just like flying by the seat of my pants, but I'm doing it. And I was like, oh shoot. Like if I can do it with all of this, then I want other women to be able to do it too. And I think a lot of it was just kind of like an innate belief in myself. I talk about Betting on yourself a lot. I use the quote from Beyonce. She's like, I don't like to gamble, but if there's one thing I'm willing to bet on, that's myself. And I just sort of did that without kind of knowing I was doing it. And then the podcast came and I was interviewing incredible women. I was like, okay, that has to go in the book too. So it's a compilation of my own experience, my journey with kind of like breaking the rules and the advice of nine incredible women. Everything from like self-care to work and ambition to relationships. So, yeah.
1: Yes, 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 yes. I love everything about that. And like you and I live similar parallel lives in as much as like we have the opportunity and the privilege really to speak to so many incredible people across the country, across the world, and we're able to gleam those little gems from them to like enhance our own lives and the lives of our audience and our community.
2: Absolutely. One thing that I say, and I actually heard Tom Brokaw say this. I can't even take full credit. I don't remember what I think I was at some like kind of event, some kind of journalism event. And he said, and it's it struck me so so profoundly. He said, if you can learn, you can succeed. And that really is the basis of this podcast is for me. I'm learning. Every second by talking to women like you to talking to, you know, celeb moms, experts, entrepreneurs, the podcast is for everybody, but really it's me just sitting there like absorbing knowledge from women and then hoping that I have a a big enough platform that I can share this incredible knowledge. But to me, that has been everything. And that sort of goes along with what I was saying before. Like I had, I wanted to be a journalist, but had really no business in that world. I, none. It's such an incredible like profession. And I was just kind of like, oh, I want to do this. I want to tell stories without like any degree, any, any kind of formal training, nobody like backing me up. I just had the audacity, which is something Gabrielle Union actually says a lot. So I admire someone who I really, really deeply admire. So I tell my kids that too. I'm like, just because you don't know something doesn't mean you can't do it. If you have a willingness to learn, a desire to learn, and just like the wherewithal to go out there and, and do it and just like try to be better, you can do anything. And that's sort of what happened with me. <laughs> I guess.
1: Yes, yes, a thousand percent yes. It, it sort of reminds me, I do you know
2: Kanaka Chattagupta? Oh yeah, of course. Yeah, mom sense, uh, total, mom yeah, sense. Yeah, yeah. total mom sense. Yeah, yeah, that's total mom sense. Yeah.
1: So she she was on the show a couple of weeks ago and she was saying something similar about like, you know, how lucky we are to chat with people and like get all of this great information to then in- enhance our lives. I feel like the three of us should like do dinner together. Like a so mind like, meld, right? Like just yes. hang out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That would be our our own mind meld, but that's we'll table that for later. <laughs> And if Kanika's listening to this one, then she'll know. Actually, I'm going to see her tomorrow night at an event that we're hosting. So I will mention it to her. So going back to the book, Bethany, the title, I I mentioned it earlier, but I'm going to say it again. It's Like a Mother, Banish Guilt, Blaze Your Trail, and Break the Rules to Create a Life You Love. It's a mouthful. It It is a mouthful, but you know what though? But it it describes exactly what I'm going to be getting from the book. So like my question
2: to you is like, how do you do that? Where do you even start? It's crazy, right? Where do you even start? And actually, I mentioned this wasn't the original title for the book, but then like, I got to thinking, you know, like, imagine, and I write this in the book, too. So I'm like, imagine a world of mothers. Who gave themselves the love, the support. I don't know what I, I'm, I'm blanking now. Like, but like the thing, the same thing that we give to our children, that we give to the world, that we give to our partners, like that same kind of care and just like encouragement. Like, okay, you messed up, baby. Do it again. Imagine if we just told ourselves that. What kind of world would this be? And so that's sort of why the, I changed the, the title. I thought it was definitely more impactful and it's like and I, and, and in, within the book, I, I want to encourage women to talk to themselves like their own best friend. I'll say it again, bet on themselves, follow those passions. and it doesn't mean that you have to go after that big dream of being an entrepreneur. Maybe your dream is to just love yourself a little bit more. Maybe it's to be more present with the kids. Whatever it is, wherever you're at, just make sure you're to, to meet yourself in that place unapologetically.
1: Yeah. So many of us don't, you know, we're so harsh to ourselves when we are giving uh, our all to our family, our careers, our spouses, and then we sort of, you know, leave ourselves behind, unfortunately. But I think intentionality comes into that. Like, just like you said, like when we are intentional to say, you know what, Tara, it's okay. Like, I know you're anxious today, but let's see what we can achieve and cross off the to-do list. We're going to get through it together. It's okay, you know, and and so I think it's really important to have a kind
2: inner voice to ourselves, just like we would speak to with our children or anybody else. Absolutely. I think and it's like proven science, too. I mean, we see a a lot of these body positivity are like, you know really kind of like even like manifesting coaches like it, it, it works right so like maybe you feel silly talking to yourself in the third or first person and like or looking in the mirror and mel robbins says give yourself a high five in the mirror and at first i was like no i'm not gonna do that <laughs> that's weird but it freaking works it works so you just like embrace it and like when you think about like the end game right like what's the end game it's you it's your well-being it's your mental health it's your it's your life it's your life. You only get one, right? So what are you going to do with it? You know, I forget the exa- that exact quote, like with your one wild and precious life, like you got to just go for it and not, and I don't ever want to come off like overly positive, like saccharine. I know that we're all in the shit sometimes. It takes a lot to like even get through the day with kids. and But I think that there are choices we can make to make ourselves better and just, we can do it for ourselves and we should.
1: Yeah. Can I tell you a little thing that I do? I don't high five yes. myself in the mirror, but I do sometimes smile and wink at myself.
2: Be like. <laughs> I love how reassuring, like,
1: and kind of sexy. <laughs> yeah, sometimes. And you know what? True story. I don't think anyone in the world knows that now, except for you and everyone listening.
2: Well, let's own that. Cause I might start doing that now. And if I do it, I'm totally gonna, well, I hope you're okay. I'm going to tag you on social media. <laughs> <Yes>! <laughs> sure, gonna- if you do, please
1: do. I will share it. Absolutely. I feel like I should, I should do some piece of content about that because you have
2: to, I <laughs> love that. That to me f- feels better than the high, the high five. I'm like, yeah, but I'm like, yeah, I'm awake at myself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I do it sometimes
1: if I'm like walking out of the bathroom or like walking out of a room where there is a mirror and I look in the
2: mirror, I'm like, I adore that. I love that. I love that. I love it's a true story. <laughs> That's incredible. But that's, that's what it's all about, right? Like, own your own your crap, your weirdness. Own Because yeah. like, I'm like, people, like, that's what we're here to do. Like, I just love that. I love that. Yeah, I, I think
1: that's important. You know, it's funny. I don't have any tattoos, but I thought that if I ever wanted to have a tattoo, I'd love the phrase. It's, well, I mean, it's actually just a phrase, but it's in the beginning of a Lana Del Rey song, and it says, feet don't fail me now. And I feel like if I were to get a tattoo, I would probably do the quote, feet don't fail me now, because it goes back to what you were saying about betting on yourself. It's like, if you're not going to do it, who's going to do it, right? And you're the one that's going to bring you on your own success. Obviously, like you said before, like you do have a team, there are people supporting you and behind you. But at the end of the day,
2: you got to look at your own feet. Yeah, I think, and you know, I think a lot of women like they wait for someone to give themselves permission. We do hold ourselves back a lot, you know. Sheryl Sandberg talks about that a lot. If we're not, if we don't feel like we're qualified, we're not going to go for it. But who says that we're not? You know, I mean, like, right? So, I'm all about it, just going for it and 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 being super encouraging of others. I know you're a big cheerleader for others. So I, I am a, a huge that cheerleader.
1: We were talking about that before. I am everyone's <laughs> biggest hype man. And you know why I think I am everyone's biggest hype man is that. I'm not good about that for myself. So I find it so much easier to hype you up and hype my friends up and be like, this is the best content creator and this is the best writer and she's the best editor. You guys got to check out her work. You got to follow her, this and that, because that is more authentic to me than for me to be like, I'm Tara Clark and this is the stuff that I'm doing. And I want you to like pay attention to me because that's not who I am. <laughs> I am like, I want to bring everyone up together. And and if they're doing good work and they're good people, then I want them to get the credit for it.
2: Yeah. Well Tara, your work speaks for itself. So you're already like you're there, oh. girl. <laughs> like and, <laughs> thanks, but I feel shy
1: about that. And that's going yeah. back to what you were saying about Cheryl Stanberg saying like we often you know, if we don't feel qualified, then, you know, we're not going to step into that role. And that's something that I struggle with a lot. Like, who am I, Tara Clark, to come up and, and do X, Y, and Z and say X, Y, and Z? And it's like, you know, do I have a college degree? Yeah. Do I have an MBA? Also, yeah. But like, am I still qualified to do this kind of stuff? No. Right. And that, <laughs> but that's what I was
2: sort of saying before. It's like, maybe you're not actually qualified, but are you smart enough to learn? And do you have that, I keep saying that the word, like the audacity to kind of like go for it, then why not? Right? Just because I don't know how to do it doesn't mean I won't know how to do it. Just give me like a few hours. I'll figure it out.
1: <laughs> this episode is brought to you by Modern Mom Style Box. Upgrade your wardrobe and enjoy unlimited styles for just $60 a month. Modern Mom Style Box is the first rental clothing subscription designed exclusively for moms and moms-to-be. Get started today with a free trial. Use promo code PTO. PTO. Yes, I, I'm like that too, and I think as entrepreneurs, like how like we have to, right? Like there's just no way. Like you have to figure it out. If you can't, then I don't know, go on Fiverr and hire somebody to to do something that you can't do, or that it would take too much time for you. But for the most part, I think we are definitely those people that figure it out or find a way. Right? I love the phrase the audacity, and I really want to start like. Using that more in my own life. The other day, my son, he was so funny. I forgot what I said. Oh no, it was actually something that my mother had said to him. And he texted my husband, literally, the audacity. Because, like, grandma was babysitting, something happened, and my husband and I were out. We were actually at 235th Avenue. Have you ever been to the movie oh, yes. bar over I there? Love yeah. That. yeah. So, yeah, so yeah. we were at like an event over there at 235th. And Something happened and my son wrote the audacity.
2: <laughs> what did that. grandma do? Oh
1: my gosh. <laughs> she was like, he, that our alarm got tripped somehow. So then she was like, text daddy about like shutting off the alarm. And then she was like, let me see your text message. I want to make sure that you did, in fact, reach out to him about that. And she's like, he, my son was like, of course I did. Like, why would you ask to see my text messages? And so he was saying like the audacity of someone to ask to see your text messages.
2: Well, I guess when you're, what is he? 10? He's 10 and a half. 10 10 and and a half. half. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I guess when you're 10 and a half, you you can, you can accuse your grandma of having too much audacity for asking to see your phone.
1: Exactly. And trust me. I mean, she does have a lot of audacity. So like, I can't say that he wasn't wrong, but just my mom too. (laughs) Just to send that as like a phrase in a text message, I just thought was hilarious. And so, Sounds like a yeah. smart, smart kid, he is. He's very aware, he's like really perceptive. Uh, and so, I thought that was that was a great one. That was that had me like laughing for, for days. And I'm glad that the alarm was fine, they were safe, and everything was okay. It's just annoying when things like get I don't know, there's a glitch and then it started to go off. Anyway, <laughs> talking about like blazing your own path. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> So I want to talk about blazing your own path because at one point, like you definitively made a pivot, right? Like you were an editor, especially like a digital editor on parenting websites and all of that. And then you're like, you know what? I don't want to do that anymore. I want to do this. And by this, I mean being an on-air personality. Yeah. How did you make that like pivot? How did you say, okay, now I'm going to blaze my own trail in this arena?
2: Yeah. So for a long time, I tried to do it while being an editor in the private sector. I thought, oh, a lot of the editors in this company that are working for other brands are doing it. And I'm really good too. Like, but no one would bet on me, right? No one would give me the chance because I hadn't done it before. And it was kind of like, it wasn't that long because, like, you know, I I guess you can tell by my personality, like, I'm not going to wait around. But I got told no enough for me to be like, well, okay. This is not the right place for me then because, and again, I don't want this to come off as like arrogant or egotistical, but like I'm offering you, I'm offering up to represent your brand and you don't have to pay me extra. Like I want to go out there and represent this brand in a way that's going to be impactful. And they just kept telling me, no, no, no. And actually I was told word for word to just, just keep my head down. And then I was like, okay, well, this isn't going to work for me that, and then, you know, sometimes you come up against that in like the private sector. So I was like, okay, that's not going to work. And then I actually went to another job in the private sector and was kind of met with the same kind of thing. And then I just sort of had to like, be honest with myself. Like I might have to go off on my own and like kind of risk it and not have that steady paycheck if I want to do that. And so that's what I did when I was at parenting.com, I was offered an interview with Mindy Kaling. It was on camera interview It was really great. You know, Mindy, she's a big name. She's incredible. And I was sort of not able to do anything with it. I just sort of sat on it, sat on it, sat on it. And like asked people like, Oh, wouldn't it be this be cool to like publish on this side or that side?" And And I kept getting, no, 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 no. And then finally I was like, well, I'm just going to start my own podcast and checked in with like the people. Everyone, you know, gave me the green light on that end to use it. And that was like my first episode. So I had filmed this, this interview with Mindy Kaling before the podcast was even born. And I thought, you know what, if I can use this for my own thing, you know, then let me do it. It was a great interview. And so that was the first episode of the breakdown with Bethany. And then just through, you know, relationships are very important to me, professional relationships, I cultivate them, I put a lot of energy into them. And so when I decided I wanted to do the television thing, I just started kind of like talking about it with, you know, PR gals, like, and who had those connections, like, maybe you can like, you know, let me give it give it a shot. Let's do a low risk network, you know, local network, just let me see, let's see how I do. And they were, they were willing to bet on me, it gave me the permission to kind of bet on myself. And then we just went from there. But it was really... Being told no, and then just like not feeling like good about that, like I was going to have to, you know, make myself small or kind of like push that side of myself down. And that just also comes with experience. Because if I was 25 doing that and and going through that, I might've just been like, all right, fine, I'll just, I'll work, I'll work. But I was 35, 36 and was like, nah, I think, I think I'm going to just go for it. Yes. I'm so
1: glad you did. A lot of that does come down to experiences because a lot of the no's that we heard in our early 20s, like we would not accept now in our late 30s, early 40s. Like I love that about being this age. You know, I loved being like 20 and that was great. Fine. Whatever. My body worked and and whatever. (laughs) (laughs) And like, but now like I loved my late 30s, early 40s because that we're able to embrace who we are. We're able to know our worth more than we did then. Do you find that to be the
2: case? 100%. Yeah. Especially for someone like me who kind of like came up in this professional world. You know, I was the first one of my friends to have kids. I was 26. And then like shortly after di- dove into a career, I was a 26 year old pregnant intern, like in a completely new industry. So it took me a while to kind of get that confidence to like really admit to myself, like, I'm good at this. I, I have a lot to bring to the table. Like maybe I don't have like the, the journalism degree from Columbia and, you know, but I, I have, I I'm, I'm working harder than anybody right now and you know, and maybe, and if you don't see it, you don't see it. But I I, I am. I'm more, I, And so it took me a while. And so now I do know that. I do know what I bring to the table. And that's also was sort of like the catalyst for like wanting to write the book, wanting to start the podcast, because feeling like maybe we all kind of, it's like dues we kind of have to pay. Like, I hate to say that because it, it really shouldn't be that way. And I don't mean like as women. I mean, just like as, as we grow, right? With as professionals. Curve for, as professionals, right. It's like, we kind of all have to like learn at our own pace, you know? So I think- So, but if if we can get there a little bit quicker as women, I think we'll all be the better for it.
1: Yeah. What would you say to someone who is sort of in that position that you were at, let's say at, at 26, you know, she, she's not sure if she really is feeling her position in life. Like she doesn't know where to turn. Like, what would you say to her? What would you say to your 26 year old self now?
2: Yeah, I would say that everything, like honor everything you're feeling. Because I felt like I wanted to be a journalist and then I went back and forth for a long time. Like, oh, do I go to school? I actually did apply to a graduate program for journalism and got rejected Because I didn't have enough qualifications. Like I didn't have clips to show for grad you know, graduate school is a big deal. So I got rejected, but it's actually the best thing that happened to me because I was able to like get a a, get a job, start making money, and then work my way up through there, like that way. So what I would say to someone is to do all these things that I talk about and is like reassuring yourself, encouraging yourself, and just if it feels right, it probably is. And not that you shouldn't expect anyone to kind of like help you, but just know that like you're got to, you have to be your your number one cheerleader, and you don't have to always be loud about it, right? You don't always have to run come in the run in the door and demand flexibility and equal pay. Like there are ways to do it within the system that I think work, especially if you're new. Like you sort of have to like play the game for a little bit. So that's what I did, and it was frustrating at times, like because I was kind of you know it, it's a long time, eleven years, like it's it's a long time to kind of now feel like I I've got a handle on things, but I guess I would just tell that person or tell like that woman to like, to keep going, to trust their instinct. And if it doesn't feel right, it's probably not. And if it feels right, it probably is. And just, just, keep on trucking. You'll get there. We all do eventually. Right.
1: Yeah. I I feel like, yeah, you said, just said like, you're like, oh, I feel like where I'm supposed to be. I still am like, I don't know. Is this where I
2: belong? I'm not sure. Right. Right. I mean, I think that we still like, yeah, do I, I might be coming off confident now, but no, like there's still things like, yeah, I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing when it comes to my kids to my husband with my book with, the podcast but like I just kind of keep moving through it and just trust that I'll like land wherever I land yes that's what I do the same thing too you're like every day you just
1: show up and you're just showing up for all of the things and you just keep showing up and then hopefully you're making an impact at least that's what I tell myself
2: Tara, I will say these conversations help me immensely. Like, like I was saying with the podcast, like having conversations with women like you who inspire me, like that's sort of what fills my cup too. It's like, no, yeah, okay, a mani and Petty is nice, but like work fills me up and so do other women, like a community of women, like It's so vital. It's so vital. So like I'm going to take everything from like our conversation today and I'm going to have a really productive day because I feel so good. But that's like what it takes. Yes, me too. It
1: really does. I often say to my husband that it's hard because doing what we do as content creators, we're often working from home alone, sort of in silos. And unless we have these conversations with each other, then it's so lonely. And I feel like it like really depletes my batteries and then I'm like, why do I do what I do? Oh, I don't even like making content. Oh. And then you're finding excuses and complaints. But when you have these conversations, obviously it increases your battery energy. And you're like, I love making content and I love having conversations and I want to keep doing this. And, and so I agree. Going back to the conversation I think we had earlier about community is that it's so important to find your people and it's so important to find your community to really keep you going. Yeah, Absolutely. Bethany, you're amazing. Tell everyone where we can find your book and where we can find you online.
2: So the book is called Like a Mother. I have to read it. Banish guilt, blaze your trail and break the rules to create a life you love. It's on Amazon. You you know, I don't know if it's in stores yet, but it's on Amazon. It's really easy to find. And then like you, Tara, I'm at Bethany Ron Silva across all the platforms. LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram is probably the best place to find me. I am on threads. I'm, I'm not so quippy but I'm working on it. So. No, you're good.
1: <laughs> you're good. I, I follow you. No, I think you're super fo- I'm loving threads. I don't care who knows it. I, I'm so happy that threads have come back. You know, Instagram has come back full circle with the introduction of threads, and I am absolutely there
2: for it. Yeah, and something I do like to say to sort of like dovetail that is like, please reach out to me. Like if you're listening and you, you know, maybe want to be on my podcast or want to connect with me for a story, because I am also an editor in digital media. Like I always encourage women to reach out to me. Just DM me. I'll, I'll see it eventually.
1: Bethany, thanks so much for being here. Thank you. Listening to today's episode of Modern Mom Probs. I hope you enjoyed our deep dive in today's problem with me, your host, Tara Clark. Join me next time when I'll be interviewing another great guest and tackling another modern mom problem. If you enjoyed today's episode, please leave us a review and a rating. As always, you could head over to Modern Mom Probs on Instagram and give me a follow. Or check out my book, Modern Mom Probs, A Survival Guide for 21st Century Mothers, available online wherever books are sold. Well, that's it for today. See you next time, folks.